smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the Unprecedented Podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. Welcome back, everybody. Friday, November 6th. This is John Aravosis here with Cliff Schechter. November 6th. That means we've already had an election, doesn't it, John? Yeah, well, as I think Rachel Maddow or somebody said last night, she's like, we are on day three of our election day coverage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's an interesting yeah. uh, oxymoron of, of sorts. Um, so today we're going to yet again make people feel very happy, I believe, by giving them an update on where things are, where we think it's heading, the various states, um, Senate, and then talk a few about Let me scenario. try to summarize it quickly yeah. if I can, John. We've won. Yeah. Um, all that's left is. <laughs> I mean, our new sound effects going. Look, uh, you know, it's funny because the AP and some of the other ones, and I still think um, that there are a lot of. Although the AP called Arizona early, which is interesting, like Fox did, but yeah. some of these guys still seem like they're bullied by conservatives jumping on them and calling them biased and some of that. I mean, let me give you an example. Um, they keep counting these votes. John Roll, you know, in Nevada. Let's take Nevada. Yep. We were up by eight. Then they counted more of the of the ones that were out. Then we were up by 12. Um, John Ralston at that point said virtually all of them were coming from Clark County. The, which, he's the political journalist. He, he's the like the, the, the – think of who the if – you, if there is a most respected political Walter voice. Cronkite. Uh, in your, yeah, that kind of – in your state where you know, in some states just don't have one. But somebody who people believe and rely on who whatever his politics are, you don't see it. You just hear him tell you what's going to happen. Um, and he was like, there's no path for them basically. You know, we're at, we're, we're at the point of less than 1% chance here. And, of course, they've counted more since then, and we've now, we're have now we now up to almost 25,000 in lead in, in Nevada. There's just no way they're winning it. It should be called at this point. They haven't called it yet. Um, but, you know, and, and Pennsylvania is the same thing. We knew, we knew that 20,000 votes, but we know at this point, I think we're by eight. So I, don't, I didn't see because I had to run out for some personal things. Um, yeah, we can talk about that but, in a second too. Actually, yeah, we can talk about that too. But I didn't see if if going when we jumped from five and change up to eight and change up, if that had been other ballots in very in heavy Democratic areas, or if that included the ones I don't think they could have actually included the, the twenty grand, the twenty thousand they said they have left in Philadelphia, because they have twenty thousand left in Philadelphia, and I'm not kidding you. The entire Philadelphia vote so far has gone 87 to 13 for us. Like you'll net 15,000 to 16 or whatever the numbers out of that. That's going to take us over, you know, well over 20. And they still have like 100,000 left to go. And if we keep at the pace that we're keeping with every, all the rest of the ones that are not quite as high as Philly, which right. is about 78% on average, um, we're, we're winning. You know, do the math on that. There's 100 out. We get and there's 78. We take 78. They take 22. That's a net of 56 for us. We're already up 23. You're up. You're up at that point. What? Nearly 80,000 votes. That's there's a good chance that somewhere in that area is where we're going to end up. It's going to be beyond recount territory. We've known this for a while. Um, I was just going to say that- the, the experts are already the experts have been saying for over a day that we're going to get Pennsylvania. And when we get Pennsylvania, that's all Biden needs to win. That's correct. We didn't even need Nevada, but I'm telling you, Nevada's a done deal too. That is what they're Ari- saying as well. Yep. Uh, Arizona at this point, I would call about a ninety, you know, maybe eighty percent done deal. But because all the, for a while, the early votes that they had were coming in. Um, I think some were not in Maricopa, which is the vast majority right. of Arizona, Maricopa County, and there were areas that weren't as much for us. And we fell from about at one point, we our vote total was actually cut in half. We were about ninety three, more than cut in half, down to about forty three. Right. 
But that was a lot of the outstanding votes. And since then, what's been coming in from Maricopa, we've actually been holding our own at about 50-50. I will say real quick, I mean, on Nevada, um, again, the experts, excuse me, on the experts on Arizona have been a little more worried about whether we get it. Were we, just to keep, now let me just keep reminding people, were we to get Nevada and Arizona, we also win. Right, we wouldn't even need Pennsylvania. And we'd have have exactly 270. And then then move over to Georgia in a second and let them know about that. Correct. Um, but so we would, but, but they've been a little more worried about, about Arizona, which is to stay, yeah. say, instead of it being a 99% proposition, it's like an 85% proposition. Okay, that's is there still that's a way for, for Trump to come back there? There is. The, the trends would have to start heading much more negatively in our direction. I, I don't know what there's left um, again, because I, I haven't looked at the news in a bit because I had to do some things, but you know, there's, there's 200,000, whatever there are votes left. There's nothing that, you know, something right. like that. There's nothing that says that those are going to be any more heavily Trump than they are ours. Um, and he has, he would have to, to make up 43, 44,000 votes would have to right. freaking win those huge. He's not going to. So Arizona, I would, I, I, the other two are definitely okay. ours. Arizona is almost definitely ours. And then there's Georgia. Yeah. And last I'd looked at Georgia, um, we had gotten to a point where we're up by, I think, 3,000. Is uh, that right? 1,577 as, as of noon Eastern when we are broadcasting right now. Correct. And they there's, I think, well, I don't want to speculate. John, do you have in front of you? I don't know how many more there are to come in, but they're still uh, there supposed to be coming in. Yes, still there but they're all coming from our counties very heavily where we are averaging winning yeah. these these mail ballots overwhelmingly. Yeah. So the estimate at this point, the expectation will be that yeah. it'll be somewhere in the five to about 12,000 range, yep. probably more now like it, five it, to 10. It will be within the recount range. Correct. But recounts don't tend to change things, right? Uh, they they change things if if you know it's a big state like Georgia and there you know there's it, you have a crazy amount of errors you could change things maybe eight hundred oh. votes. I was just going to say might. if you're if there's only a five hundred vote difference between the candidates, then that's one thing. Trouble. Yeah, if you are at a five thousand plus, which is what we expected, there's again I would put that where I'd put Arizona, which is could they win it? Sure. Is it, it, it is it yeah. still overwhelmingly favored to go our way? Absolutely. Right. Um, and then we're at three hundred six, ma- the magic number. In fact, that's what Trump won. So we'll have won as many electoral votes as Donald Trump won, except the slight difference will be, um, yeah, we're going to win this thing probably about by about five points and Sorry, that, that many millions of votes. So which which additional states now are you counting in that three hundred six? That's so the. Won? Uh, that would be the four four of the five that still haven't been no four of the six that still haven't been called, which are which is Arizona, Nevada, Georgia, and Pennsylvania would be ours. I'm assuming even though North Carolina keeps getting closer and closer as they're counting mail votes and other things and and provisionals, my guess it, we're down something like sixty seventy thousand. I just don't think we can quite get there. But I do I do see a scenario where we get within thirty thousand votes, which ain't bad in North Carolina. Yeah. Um, and tells you that's a good place to look for the future. Um, and um, and then there's the, the famous, wonderful state of Alaska where, where John maybe could tell you stuff from working with Ted Stevens where nobody seems to ever know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. They have to fly stuff between places because there's no roads. There may be dog sleds carrying around votes. I have no idea. And they've got um, like 50% of the vote counted. That's it, I believe. It's crazy. I mean, often, often Alaska doesn't report till like two weeks after an election's wow. over. That's like normal there. Right. So, and what's interesting about that is normally it doesn't matter at all. 
in t- we know who wins those things. It was always Republicans. But you sent last night an interesting tweet from Norm Ornstein, who people should know is, a, is definitely a never Trumper. He actually broke away from the Republican Party before Trump saying they'd become crazy, even though he's kind of a center, center right guy who's associated right. with the AEI. We've had him on our show, brilliant political analyst, and he thinks there's a solid chance that we could win that Senate seat, which would really change things. Um, the Alaska then, one, then, you mean? Yes. You, yes. you sent me the tweet. I got it. You know, I no, haven't no, seen I'm just, it. I'm just reiterating which states so people know which one we're talking Correct. about. Yeah. I, yeah. I would, it, that's one of those where I would put in there with we could, but I wouldn't bet on it. Now, just okay. So, just to tell folks, ironically, where the Senate stands is we are now looking as things currently stand in Georgia. We are looking at two runoffs on January fifth: Ossoff's race against Purdue and uh, Warnock, the Democrats' race against Kelly Loeffler, are both going to be runoffs on January fifth. And that, uh, e- even if we get Alaska, that will decide control of the Senate, right? Even if we get Alaska, we don't have control. That's correct. Even at this point with Alaska, we would, unless the miracle of all miracle comebacks happened in North Carolina and Cunningham won. And I think that's almost statistically impossible at this point. So realistically, we're not going to win North Carolina. So if we did win Alaska, yes, that would get us to 49. And then we would just need one of those two seats because the vice president is the tiebreaker. Um, And that would be. Which uh, is pretty wild, though. I mean, I I will say that's still. You know, we're well, not as it, good as we, if you want to you know. think about it, John, I mean, let me throw this out. This I way. do want to think about it, Cliff. Well, then this, then that helps that we're, we're talking about it. In the past, like, uh, you know, we had a really hard time with special elections because turning our people out, our people were much lower propensity voters, and we had a much harder time, and usually special elections we suffered. Um, but uh, the difference is I thought about it, by the way, when I said we suffered, I was saying it almost in the big, my big fat Greek wedding voice, which I thought you'd appreciate, John. Oh. She suffers. Oh, she yeah, suffers. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Um, but, you know, look what we did uh, with when we when we won with the Doug Jones over more election. Look at what we've done in some of these special elections. Not only have we gotten a lot better at turning people out, not only have a lot more voters come to be uh, come to support the Democratic Party who are very high propensity voters, college educated ones, suburbanites, women. Um, But but uh, but on top of that, you're going to have here's what you have going on right now. You've got Donald Trump and his whole crime family are angry as hell because other Republicans aren't willing to break the law for them. Right. They're they're Most of them are too cowardly to do much to, to just tell them to shut the fuck up like they should. Right. Although credit or credits do a few have spoken out, but 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 they're not going to. So <clears throat> they the, Don Jr. and Eric and all of them have been, have been tweeting shit out about how they've been betrayed and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Donald Trump, he takes revenge. Yep. So the interesting scenario is one. He cares about himself. The, the, the funny thought is that anybody. All these people who are loyal to him and the loyalty has never returned to think that that they would think that he could give two fucks about them once he's no longer in power and that he gives a shit about the Republican. Party. Oh, I see what you mean. You mean that he so, just may not care about the uh, about. The I'm sure he doesn't care. The, the question is, what does he just do? Nothing. Right. And and ignore it and maybe send a tweet or two out like, you know, go Kelly or something. Or does he actively undermine his own yeah. folks in Georgia, which, again, you know, when you're dealing with somebody of his mentality, yeah. it's very possible. What's interesting about that is that yesterday, uh, Don Jr. or Eric, I forget which son, was complaining publicly about. And you can't even just say the stupid one because that's both. Go ahead. 
Well, they were complaining publicly. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, I know. I was going to say, I used to use stupid one. Which one is that? One. We don't know. Yeah. And even then it was the angry one, but they're both that too. Um, the Don Jr. or Eric were saying yesterday they were complaining that Republican senators weren't coming out and defending Trump, uh, basically defending Trump, right. claiming the whole thing was stolen. Um, and it's interesting because you're right. I mean, I would I Biden's team apparently has been telling Democrats to kind of, you know, lay low, you know, don't gloat. I've been having a very hard time and I admit I've been gloating, um, but but not to do it. And I wasn't thinking part of the reason is. It's true. I mean, the more we piss Trump off, the more he's willing to dig in and just be a jerk the next six weeks or eight weeks or you know three months, and and lawsuit, 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 violence, etc. The other wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. The yes. other, the Go. other, the other thing is leading up to the special election, which I hadn't thought about. The you know the the new election we're going to have January fifth for both Georgia seats is the more we piss off Trump, the more we give reasons for Trump to say, screw it. I hate them. I'm taking everything down. Let's make them lose those Senate seats. The Democrats, I mean, he, Trump doesn't care about Mitch McConnell. He does care about Trump. So if he sees that race coming up as a repudiation of the Democrats who just destroyed him, he may want to get involved and help that race. That's my only point. Good point. But in his twisted mind, I'm still going to go after him. No, no, I, I am too. But <laughs> he, he, you also have to analyze his twisted mind and yep. his twisted mind. You know, right now, you know what, what, probably pisses him off more than anything is that so many republicans won and he lost it makes him look terrible oh actually that's a very good point when you're dealing right. with a man with right. that kind of narcissism and ego he right. may want them to lose also because right. it makes him look so again we're not dealing with a party they clearly guy. helped not, themselves and they didn't help him that's they we're not dealing him. with a mitt romney we're not dealing with a party guy here we're dealing with a guy who is who is his own sort of you know uh, off on his own and doesn't care and is often undermined people in his party. I mean, one of the biggest reasons in 2018 we did as well as we did is because he didn't give a shit. He was too stupid to realize that if we took the House, how that was going to lead to impeachment and whatever. He wasn't on the ballot. He wasn't willing to put in the effort, raise the money, do the things that, you know. So, I mean, you do have to factor all of this in, you know, and this is on the positive side for us. Also, what Stacey Abrams has done down there, and, and I know everybody's lionizing her. She deserves some. I'm sure it's not just her. Other people deserve credit probably too. But what, what they have done, the Democrats in Georgia, is nothing short of remarkable on what they were able to turn out. And I think they can repeat it if they say to people, do you want to have the Senate so we can actually do the things that right. we do? Do you want the civil rights legislation? Right. Do you want to address climate change, gun violence, do you, you know, your pay judges? equity? Mitch McConnell won't approve a single judge right. for the Democrats Correct. probably. So, so there, there's that on the downside, because let, let's be an honest show and not just share the good news. Yep. Um, there are a lot of folks who I think in some of these states, including Georgia, and again, we, we will need to figure out the data. We don't have data, and I don't like just sort of making shit up. I can tell you what hmm. I think may have happened, and that's what I'm doing here, which is there may have been a lot of Republicans, apparently 8% of Republicans who voted for Trump voted against him this time. That's very okay. unusual. Interesting. Um, and what that tells me is you may have some people that purposely knew they were voting for Biden so that they were also going to vote for a Republican Senate or House candidate. Mm. 
And right. now that Biden has control, you may get especially some of the elite country club Republican types who, who didn't want Trump around because he's freaking right. nuts and they realized it. They also don't want the tax cuts to be rolled back by a Democratic right. Senate. Right. They also and they may end up sticking with uh, Purdue and uh, Loeffler for that reason. So we and, do have to and, be clear eyed about this. Yes. And the, the other thing is that age old argument people make. We've got to have divided government. We can't exactly. have one party run everything. So exactly. that that will help Republicans. Republicans, I think, like you said, even with more moderate in the middle, Republicans might say, yeah, you know, it's probably better that neither side gets exactly what they want. Right. Democrats still have the House. The Democrats have the presidency. Now, which of these factors will outweigh the other ones? Well, some of that will depend upon us and some of that will depend upon Trump and his people and some of that will depend upon fate. And I guess we'll 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 figure all that out. But uh, but the fact that we, you know. Yeah, election night, there were a lot of dis, you know, despondent people. And the truth of the matter is, is that one, um, let's start with the lesser thing. We still have a chance to take the Senate. And two, the more important thing, um, not only did, not only are we not going to wake up, have to wake up to what did he tweet today and how, how did he insult the German chancellor? And, right. you know, what, what did he do to NATO? And, and who's you know, suing all, him for rape this time? Who's suing him for rape? Who, what, which new kids have he, has he thrown into cages? What yep. else is he doing to exacerbate climate change and the rest? Um, what did Vlad Putin ask him to do this morning that he's doing? Yep. In, in addition to all that, guys, like, you know, and I really feel strongly that people need to be out there talking about this. Like, this is actually a very solid victory. Yeah. I mean, I can't explain to you. Everybody's like, Oh, it's so close. I mean, you know, like if I could, if I put my historical hat on for a second and go to you with the 1960 election where JFK literally beat, beat Nixon by a point or two. And if a few votes had been shifted in a few places would have lost the electoral college. If I go to 1968 and do the same thing where Hubert Humphrey lost by less than a point to Nixon. And if a few votes had been shifted here and there Ford versus Carter in 76, if a few votes had been shifted here and there are what a one or two point race. I mean, again, like this is, this isn't a landslide. This is a large victory. This is bigger popular vote is going to be bigger than Obama's victory over Romney in 2012. Let me devil's advocate you um, just to sort of poke your brain more on this. Um, Don't poke my brain though. I don't want to poke your brain too hard. So a, what um, I'm trying to think this, what some people were raising on the, uh, oh yeah. What some people were raising last night that we need to keep reminding people because also Republican voters need to hear this too. Joe Biden, uh, a lot of the media people were saying, Joe Biden's taken the lead. Joe Biden didn't take the lead. They're counting the votes. I mean, it's it's, it's language we use, but it's language. That's he always correct. had the lead. We just hadn't looked at it yet. Bingo. It's what <laughs> it made me think it was what Michelangelo used to say about the sculptures he made. And he used to say the sculptures are inside. I only take away some of the marble. You know, I love that concept. It's actually but, a great line. Is it wonderful? Yeah. So the thing is that, right, we are counting these votes and, and by the way, the ancillary problem with this is this feels like 2000 for anybody who was sentient at the time and following things. Oh, my God, we're in day four, three or four and we don't know yet. The problem was in 2000, A, they were recounts. B, we literally were arguing over ballots. Is this a real ballot? Is it a fake ballot? Is it a hanging Correct. chat? Is it right? Was that a fully lined in circle apart? Was it a mistake? Right. So that it really was this issue of are these even legitimate ballots? Right. That's not even the problem right now. The problem, so to speak, is simply because of COVID, Democrats decided to go whole hog on mail-in ballots because a lot of us, me included, 
didn't feel safe going to the to the uh, to the post to the we place. Like, to, we have a belief oh. in not dying because if we like to trust science. Yeah, yes, we don't like to die. So we had so many mail-in ballots that these election places are getting overrun with ballots. That well, they and it's also that Trump. It's it's a combination of us doing that and Trump telling his own people that COVID's nothing to worry about and it's all bullshit, so that they and didn't feel like and they had to trust the ballots. Remember, he also told well, right. So they felt like they didn't have right. He said that they were cheating. So they so they they actually probably much less than normal. Yep. voted by mail because a lot yeah. of republican seniors have always voted by mail in yeah. places like arizona and florida and you know wherever and some states have yeah. gone almost completely to mail like oregon and colorado and what and utah you know yeah. so so well, and, that, and, and, but, but yeah, let me throw in ahead. one final point with that and the other thing that there therefore there are so many extra mail-in ballots this time than normal that it just takes longer to go through them but they were showing on i think msnbc the other night uh, in in Maricopa County in Arizona, the people going through the mail-in ballots, and this at this location, remember all all the crazy crowds outside, and they were scaring people. At that location, it wasn't people counting ballots; it was simply people, and they showed the women and men doing this, opening the envelope, pulling the ballot out, just kind of Gosh. looking at it, and then putting it in a stack, those stacks that the letter carrier, mail uh, postmen, postwomen have, and putting them there. And then once they all got stacked up, they then would take it to another facility to count. What guess what has to happen? By the way, at that other facility, and maybe this one was doing it too. You've got to look at the signature and say, "Does this match the signature the person?" Which, did by the way, that really pisses driver? me off because that's so much right? not a science that normal yeah, people not. should yeah. be able to make those judgments. Yes. I mean, that's ridiculous. But but at the beginning, at least, each with when you and I voted a machine. Hopefully, they push the button and we know we know how many millions of people voted. You have to open these ballots by hand, every single one, and some goofball has to look at them, not goofball, but goofy science, and then pull up my original, pull up John Arvosis' driver's license to see how he signed his license, and then look at the ballot and see how he signed it, even if it's pro forma, and you go, okay, it's fine. You've now taken five, 10 seconds for each ballot to go to your computer, type 1520, type in a name, pull up a record. Imagine doing that for hundreds of thousands. So, but the problem is for Republicans, I think there's a risk of this feels the same. So people just assume it's the same and Democrats are winning because people are playing games with hanging chads and ballots that should have been outlawed rather than, you know, come back to the beginning here and throw it back to you rather than what we said, which was, no, 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 this is simply unveiling biden's lead that was already there but it takes days to count these crazy mail-in ballots period but republicans don't know it and we need to keep reiterating that because trump and everybody newt gingrich's quote yesterday uh newt tweets it is increasingly clear that wisconsin michigan and pennsylvania are all being stolen by democrats and the research is almost certainly going to yield far more votes stolen than biden's current margins i mean right <laughs> like what well, what does that even come from? You know, anyway. Right. <sighs> okay, folks, we're going to hear a quick word from our sponsors, and then we'll be right back. Cliff, take it away. Well, John. Well, Cliff. The season of giving, <laughs> the season Sorry. of giving thanks is upon us, you know. The special day of turkey, family, football. I know you love football, John. Mm -hmm. We'll be here before you know it. Before gathering, that seems a little hetero. Okay, I'm, I think I, I feel like we're. A I was making a gay reference a when I went, mm -hmm, but nobody caught that. But yeah, go I, I feel like we're discriminating here, and everybody's. <laughs> but okay, we'll we'll take football for now. Before gathering with your family to share in your Thanksgiving traditions, it's important to allow some extra time for you, the time you need to take care of yourself and look your best for your loved ones. With Plexiderm, all you need is ten minutes, and you can look ten years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. 
as opposed to the wrong kind. Visibly reduces wrinkles, fine lines, and even under eye bags in 10 minutes. Oh, I'm sorry, in minutes. Buxiderm even works on laugh lines, number 11s, and crow's feet. Take up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes, John. The result will last for hours. You can relax, surrounded by loved ones and that crazy uncle who loves Trump. I threw that in there. Knowing you always look your best. Even better, Plexiderm doesn't involve any visits to a surgeon, and you can get it at a much better deal than anything you can get waiting in line on Black Friday, which has its own problems too. You can try a six-pack application for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit buyplex.com backslash sexy liberal or call 800 685 one two nine two, and of course, say the code sexy liberal. The order also comes with free shipping, a thirty day money back guarantee. Also, make those wrinkles, fine lines, and under eye bags disappear with Plexiderm, guys. Visit buyplx dot com backslash sexy liberal or call eight hundred six eight five one two nine two, and say that code sexy liberal at checkout. Cliff, there's never been a more important time to have a supply of reliable respirator face masks. From never, never, literally never. Especially now that we're in the middle of election <laughs> day four of the recount, I want a mask and a baseball bat. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, from freaking, <laughs> well, no, to protect myself, to protect myself, not to do bad things. I was picturing you being in one of those gangs from the movie Warriors. I was just going to say, like, yeah, painting, painting my <laughs> the face. The Baseball Furies. Did you ever see that movie? That's you. You're like one of those gang I, members I, with the baseball I bat. Vague, the- I remember it, but I mean, I just remember Warriors, bang, bang. That was uh, yeah. somebody's Warriors come out and play. Okay, we better just do the ads. So, Go ahead. <laughs> so, respirator face masks from increasing group events to school reopenings to the approaching fall flu season. Wearing a face mask is the first line of defense against getting sick. The director of the CDC testified under oath before Congress that wearing a face mask was more important than getting a vaccine when it comes to reducing the spread of COVID in our country. Only respirator face masks provide medical grade protection and only FDA authorized respirator masks provide the quality required. The New Deal shop.com has FDA authorized respirator masks ready to ship now. The noodleshop.com has these medical quality FDA authorized masks and every pouch comes with verifiable anti-fraud labeling and free immediate shipping for our listeners. Bulk pricing is available so you can get the masks you need affordably and quickly. Go to the noodleshop.com and get FDA authorized respirator masks. Keep yourself and keep your family safer and healthier this fall. Trust the masks that medical professionals are using. That's the noodleshop.com. And now back to our show. So Cliff, I don't quite remember where we were. Um, I wanted to, we were talking about sort of Newt, or I was mentioning maybe Newt Gingrich talking about stealing the election and Democrats. Oh, I know. You know, one thing that I think is worth talking about maybe briefly, or maybe not sure. briefly, is what happens next? Are we out of the woods? Let's pretend that Biden literally- Let's start a whole new country, John. Well, Sorry. yeah, we may we may have to, because um, Gilead is coming fast, Uh reference to handmaid's tale because let's just assume that biden's going to get i don't care any number of these states that you're talking about okay what's going to happen next is a couple things one there clearly are going to be tons of trump is not gonna be able to take it so trump's going to want tons of lawsuits right so that could delay things may not change things but having said that trump's campaign lawyer one of them came out yesterday and if i have it here uh it's in my notes oh no i've got it here hang on i've got it right here campaign lawyer comes out yesterday oh i don't have it in front of me and basically says you know the courts are going to fix this we appoint she literally said we appointed three judges and amy isn't it incredible how they say they're just willing to say that out loud like that's corruption that literally saying we expect you to rule our way because we appointed you in and of itself is something worth investigating if we were that you know yeah 
Yeah. See, actually, I've got it right here. Uh, we're waiting for the United States Supreme Court, of which the president has nominated three justices, to step in and do something. And hopefully Amy Coney Barrett will come through. You know, I what's mean, always annoyed me more about them than, than even how criminal they are is how fucking dumb they are. Yeah. Because anybody with half a brain would say everything they just said, like, we'll, we'll have to wait until the Supreme Court says. But yeah. they, of course, wouldn't mention that they put three justices on yeah. because they'd realize that makes them look like they're guilty. <laughs> it makes but, them have to recuse if they're normal judges. Right. But these people are too <laughs> right. fucking dumb. Now, the thing is, is that it's not going to get there. The, the worry that we had before this election, <clears throat> and it was a legit worry, was that – Cases would end up in front of the Supreme Court about, and, and we would get robbed if, in if um, ballots that changed that I'm sorry if yeah, rules that changed and that states changed because of COVID right. that, that they might try to use that as an excuse. So let me give you a example: Pennsylvania ba ballots in the past were not allowed to arrive after election day. Right. Well, if they arrived after election day this time, then they could go and they could, you know, the the they purposely changed the law, the Secretary of State, whatever, to add extra days. And the and the court, uh, the, the state Supreme Court in Pennsylvania said that that was okay because it's not controlled by Republicans and they actually believe in this weird thing where they want people to vote. Yep. Um, well, well um, that was where, it, where we could have gotten into trouble because if the votes had not come – before election day, if they came later and the, the Pennsylvania Pennsylvania had changed its rules, knowing there were a lot more mail ballots coming in and they might get there late and we needed those ballots. That's where I was worried. But and we these don't are ballots that were postmarked by election day, but arrived, late. But, but arrived after. Exactly. But we don't because we're already ahead with just the ones that were counted in the old way. So they're just there's no basis for a case there. They would have to overturn the way Pennsylvania has conducted every election in its history. Or they just have to cheat. And what I mean is right. the judges, the judges just say, screw it. We're partisan judges. Right. We're Republican activists. And we're going to give We're going to find right. a fake reason to give but it to Trump. They would have to cheat to the point of saying, we think that Pennsylvania for 50 years has not conducted well, its elections the right way or whatever. And they're just, I, I really, I don't see that happening. I mean, hopefully, I, really I, I still there's a part of me that's still, and I'm sure some of our listeners are going, ah, there's a part of me that still worries that Trump's Supreme Court and Trump's federal judges might just be willing to stage their own little. Well, no one like, should ever fully no, trust legal these people. Coup. No, right? No, but they, but even they search for a pretense to be able to do something. Yes, and and, I, and there yeah. is there is none here because no, no, I I agree. I think I mean the legal experts probably would tell they keep telling you there really isn't much of a leg to stand on with much of this. Thank God, but it still does and. It looks like we're. It looks like if we can get enough of those states we talked about earlier, they could even knock out one state and we still win. Correct. That's the and point. every yep. they've filed already. Yep. You know, a dozen. I don't know how many lawsuits. Every single one so far, even by yep. Trump appointees, has yep. been kicked out of court and said this. This yep. is ridiculous. So I, you know, I don't have the same worry as I, I mean, with what's happened now, for the court to go and undo what has already occurred by the legal rules that were set for all past elections. I mean, they really would be begging for a civil war yeah. at that point. So um, let me give you, can I give, or actually, if you finish yeah, with that, I'm going to give you a second. I'm, I'm finished. Go for it. Second scary scenario. Um, oh, nope. That was the wrong one. That was a cheating. Where's my little, where's my little, here we go. Pulling up my notes here. So that, that asteroid hasn't passed us yet, and it gets pulled in and blows us all. We haven't up. heard a lot about that asteroid. I'm a little I know. surprised. What is going on with the asteroid? Fake news. Fake news. Yeah. Democrats moved the asteroid. Um, so Sean Hannity last night was asking Lindsey Graham 
whether the state legislature in Pennsylvania should directly pick the electors. In other words, just overrule the will of the people and the legislature gets to pick who they send to uh, vote for Trump. And Graham simply said everything should be on the table. He's such a piece of shit. I'm yeah. so upset that he that he hung in there, that little yeah. fuck. Now, um, the issue here, and this is really complicated stuff, but basically because of the Electoral College bullshit, right, we we are actually correct me if I'm wrong, Cliff, but when you vote in these states, you're actually voting for electors in essence. Right. So you're voting yeah. for Trump's electors. You're voting for Biden's electors that go to the Electoral College. It's crazy. Right. So what what. It depends. Apparently, I was talking to somebody who actually is an expert on this. Totally depends on state law, and the states are all kind of different. But it looks like, in some circumstances, you know, Republican legislatures and Republican governors could say, you know Correct. what? We don't care if Pennsylvania voters voted uh, a majority or mostly a plurality for Biden for us to send Biden electors. We're going to send Trump electors to Washington anyway. And I promise you, like, you're seeing it in the tenor. Of and Trump what's wins the Electoral on. College, even though he's. Correct. Didn't. And and if it's I legal, were watching, way, it's legal. Yes, I understand. Yeah. Uh, but if I were watching right now, and I and this was one of their plays they were hoping for, and this mm. and, and the play was going to be again that Pennsylvania changed the rules during the game, and they did, but they changed it early enough to give people a right to choose how to vote because of COVID. Right. Um, but their rule when they changed it during the game, anything that came in after. Tuesday should be thrown out, and if Pennsylvania tried to count those, right. then the Supreme Court says the PA electors, uh, that, that the Pennsylvania state legislature should pick the electors that they think are the right ones, and then we would be in serious shit territory. Right. Um, and that's what I, that was one of those scenarios I worried about. Again, in this scenario, if, the, if, the, if Pennsylvania, these Republican electors, try to say a fully legal, fully proper, even Pat Toomey, the Republican senator, has said there he's seen nothing to lead him to believe that there's been anything unethical done here. You've had Roy Blunt, who you know is speaking, he's in Republican leadership, speaking for McConnell, has said the same thing. Um, the New York Post and Murdoch's empire has already turned on Trump. The Post has been basically putting out stuff like Trump looks dejected, Trump looks this, that, whatever. Yeah, I want to talk about that in a second, I mean, maybe, actually. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. some of that's probably because you know, well, let, well, let's, at a, let's at a base level, that. Rupert Murdoch yeah. actually cares about stability. We can come back to it, but I'm just saying, yeah. but also you learn a lesson. Maybe you don't go around attacking Fox News constantly because Rupert Murdoch's as much of an egotistical dick as you are, Trump. And when you're attacking his publications, I he doesn't they, like it. I mean, okay, this will be our quick 20 seconds of uh, uh, tangent. I think they said that Jared Kushner apparently called whoever at Fox to bitch the other night when Fox News called Arizona. Called Arizona Biden. Yes. And mind you, we're talking 36 hours ago. I think they called it like way before. They did. They Nobody's did. They called were the it first. Yet, right? No, the AP now has in Bloomberg. Did AP finally business, do it? Okay. And, and, and it, it, it shouldn't fool you when I say Bloomberg yeah. because, of course, everybody thinks Michael Bloomberg Business Week is what it used to just okay. be. Now it's Bloomberg. They've called. So three, you know, if you want to call Fox News, um, three news like outlets yeah. have called it. Yeah. Yes. And I think that Kushner and probably Trump himself, because Kushner called and obviously didn't get a retraction. They wanted Fox to retract the uh, the calling of Arizona for Biden. It didn't happen, which means Trump got on the phone. I think, just my gut, Trump got on the phone, bitched at Murdoch, said, mm -hmm. I'll destroy you. I'm going to create my own TV network. Exactly you right. turned into a piece of shit. You would have never done this under Bush. You've turned bad. Trump went ballistically nasty with his arrogant narcissistic self. Murdoch said, fuck you. 
And now yep. Murdoch's getting even. Now let me read people really I'll quick. Say, just so, let me say one quick thing and you can read it. It's yeah. been coming out for a while. Gabriel Sherman, who reports, has oh. been the guy that always, who wrote the book on, on Fox and Roger Ailes and exposed all that stuff. He writes for New York Magazine and Vanity right. Fair and exposed a lot of what was going on inside Fox. He came out and he was saying that Rupert Murdoch had gotten to a point where he thought, especially on COVID, that Trump was an embarrassment and wanted him gone. This is like two months ago. Oh, So, I mean, okay. I think Trump calling him up and doing that, I think you're exactly right. Just I think I think he threatened him and it had the exact opposite effect of what he wanted to have. Go ahead. So here is the article yesterday, the New York post after Don Jr. Declared total war. I think I read that quote. Didn't I read the Don Jr. Quote about total war? Yes, you did. Okay. Yeah. So after Don Jr. Declares total war, oops, the New York post (laughs) sends out a story titled panic stricken. Donald Trump Jr. Calls for total war in clueless tweet. I mean, and there was a second story and I don't know where it is. I don't have the second one. Two stories yesterday. They criticized. Oh, Trump. They criticized Trump uh, call uh, Trump's speech at the Oval uh, at the Oval Office at the White House last night at 630 p.m. Eastern, where Trump said the election has been stolen from me. It's been cheated. Very low energy, very Xanax laden. And Fox's story on that was. The same thing that Trump, you know, Trump claims election stolen with absolutely no evidence. It was it was like, oh, my God, for 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 New York Post, which is Murdoch's publication. Yeah. So something Um, happened there. That's good. That's good. No, Um, but I'm just saying a lot of pillars of of what if you were really worried and we were that there would be a coup that would ignore the will of the people, the pillars of what would have to have been behind him. Conservative mainstream media, not Breitbart in places people don't take yeah. seriously. Fox, New York Post, Wall Street Journal, places that people shouldn't take seriously, but sadly but do on politics. Yeah. And and th- those have not stood behind him. Judges, we yeah. know that he, you know they appointed all these judges, and some of them are, are politicians in robes. They have not stood behind him yeah. for at all of his cases. And then yeah. finally, even his own party. Where a few people have had who have had actually come out and ripped the shit out of him. Of course, it's the usual, the mostly the ones who are already retiring or are yeah. retired. Yeah. But then the other ones who are are you know who are sort of the much softer voice, the ones who've enabled all this shit and deserve to be kicked out of office for it. The one who I always think of the most, because I live in Ohio, is Rob Portman, who right. is despicable for what he's enabled versus what I know he actually believes in from the way he used to vote in, in the House. Um, but, but another really important one when you're talking about Pennsylvania is Pat Toomey. And that sends an important message when, when the, their one you know, statewide Republican official, Pat Toomey, their two was it two term now senator comes out and says this is basically this is bullshit i've seen absolutely nothing that says to me that there's been any so uh, that and then when roy blunt who speaks for republican senate leadership now there have been a few that have gotten behind trump on this stuff you know there's there's crazy old newt gingrich and who cares what he says anymore he's irrelevant the one i find the funniest of course i mean just the trajectory he has he's taken fat piece of shit i'm sorry i shouldn't say that but but bill bennett i fucking hate bill bennett oh yeah the one who was lecturing bill clinton with the book of virtues and we should be virtuous and you know he we should all be virtuous that's what he was saying 20 years ago but then he supported trump who did made whatever bill clinton did outside of marriage look like a fucking child's play and now is is of course trying to foment conspiracy and violence by saying that there are stolen votes so you do have some crazy loons like that but and you do have Lindsey Graham and Ted Cruz out of ones that are in office. But there's a lot fewer of the ones who are acting like that than there are the ones who are saying no. And the and the worst I would say who's in the biggest leadership position, 
who's acting, uh, who's behind Trump acting like a conspiracy theorist is Kevin McCarthy right now. But thankfully, he's in the House, which where they're in the minority. He's the House. Uh, the, he's the, the House, House Republican leader. Okay, right. He's no. Uh, who's the conservative yes, he's leader? The, he's the minority leader in the House. Right. That's what I mean. Who's the? Party. Who's the? Uh, I always mix him up with who's the head of the Freedom Caucus. Oh, I don't even. It's switched enough times. I don't even. I know. know I can't. Anyway, it was like on, yeah, it was yeah. Meadows for a while, but Meadows left, obviously. So I don't really know who it is. It's okay. Go point. on. Yeah. Yeah. The other one who's the head of it, by the way, also was Amash, and that didn't work out that well for them. Yeah, oops. Um, so, so I mean, in the end, like these are all important pillars of of you know of you'd need Republican media, you need the Republican judicial establishment, you need the Republican uh, Congress. Uh, you know, none of them are standing behind them. They're all saying, you know, no. Uh, so I don't think it's going to happen because I just don't think there's even the slightest pretense for them to do this. Um, right. And and so you know that's where we are. I'm looking okay, right now, I mean, by the way, great. at Nate at Nate Silver's page hmm. from an hour ago. You know, you and I were talking about hmm. Arizona. He, he let me just read his last two tweets. Yeah. One of them, yeah, of yeah. course, he agrees with me 100. percent And actually, they both agree kind of with what I'm saying. The one from an hour ago is those Maricopa ballots have probably closed down Trump's path in Arizona. He needed to do, to do much better. Oh, there so, you go. So wow. again, exactly where I am. Right. Not wow. saying it's impossible, right. but saying it's basically done. Oh, yeah. It's basically done. And then this one, which is exactly what I was saying, which is, hmm. I don't know, but it sure seems to me like not calling the race when the outcome is obvious in states like Pennsylvania and Nevada gives the president more time to spout misinformation. So there he goes criticizing the media who are again being too reticent. It is done. Right. This is a done deal. Right. Um, so, okay. so, I mean, it, I hope so. <laughs> I'm still a little worried. What I'm worried about too is just violence. Like even, okay, let's say even all of that. I'm stuff saying is, the voting yeah. and the counting is done. I'm not saying it's impossible yeah. that there's going to be violence. It's impossible that some judge isn't going to do something crazy. Right. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it looks, right. uh, the, the, the judge doing something crazy looks more unlikely than the violence. That's sadly, good. At this okay, point. that's good. They both should be unlikely and they, but they're, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure that somebody Trumpy is going to do something bad. I yeah. wish I, I I didn't think that, but I'm almost sure yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is, the, it, it, we're only at this point we're just counting votes to get an accurate vote total because we live in the United States of America and every single person is supposed to have their vote counted. It's not going to change anything. These the the presidency is finished. He is president elect Biden at this point. Is what I'm saying to you. Yes. No, I'm with you. Um, I, I guess it's just it's the yeah. It's just if he doesn't become president, it's because we're in bigger trouble because there's been a coup. Right. Well, look, I, I guess, I mean, bottom line is people need to be ready. Bill Barr has surprisingly been quiet for the last month. I know. Right? Bill he, Barr could have jumped COVID in or something. Where the hell has he been? I don't know. Well, I think he did have COVID or something, didn't he? Wasn't he? I thought he had it. It never came out for sure. We never knew because no, because in this administration, nobody, nobody ever actually tells us anything. Yeah. But he's been there are rumors to that effect. For- yes. He's been MIA for a month now, but but I was worried about him sweeping in and doing one of his crazy things. Lou Dobbs was calling for it. He was yelling at Rich, Rick Grinnell last night. Rick Grinnell's the, the token homosexual who's insane, a uh, friend of Don Jr., Twitter They troll. need to have someone from every minority group. Yeah. Uh, it's like Who Candace sells Owens. out their people. They need to pick yeah. a few people that are not – don't just – well, these are not just the sellouts. These are the ones that literally are are, are mentally ill. I mean, I mean the anger in both Rick Grinnell and, and, and well, Candace I mean, Owens – yeah, I'm not so, going to say they're mentally ill, but they're they're trolls. They're Twitter trolls, you know. Uh, I, Twitter trolls are like, if you ever look at those studies, are like ninety percent. 
I mean, I'm serious. They are. Yeah. yeah. If you um, live on Twitter to troll people, that's all. I mean, yeah. do I do an I, awful human being? But, do yeah. I go after like an awful Republican, like a Marco Rubio here and there? Absolutely. That's not why I live on Twitter. If you live on Twitter just to go after people and whatever, you're suffering from some form of sociopathy, narcissism, antisocial personality disorder. And if you've seen the way both Rick Grinnell, Rick Grinnell and Candace Owens behave, I'm, I will make – I have no oh, proof, like but I will like make the leap. Yes, I will make the leap in behavior to tell you they are suffering from something like that. They don't act like normal, well-adjusted people act. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. Um, Go ahead. But what is uh, is interesting is that Lou Dobbs was chastising him last night. Uh, so Grinnell is now one of the top like Trump campaign people fight along with Giuliani and all the other – Matt Schlapp, all the other lunatics. And Lou Dobbs was chastising him. Really? Matt him. Schlapp isn't too busy at some clubs that I know you go to? Jo- oh, sorry. Go ahead. La, la, la. Um, so Lou Dobbs is going no, very mixed clubs. I mean, you know, with all sorts of people, I wasn't. All right. All right. I'm saving that one. So Lou Dobbs is going after Rick Grinnell on Fox news and saying, why is it the Republican party en mass demanding the department of justice move in here? So Lou Dobbs wants the department of justice to move in and basically stop the election. Uh, Jesse waters on Fox was saying something similar last night. That's what worries me is we aren't dealing with – okay, you did a wonderful read of the tea leaves talking about how it wouldn't make sense for the courts to weigh in now because we've pretty much won, right? Like the problem is even the analysis I'm – not, I'm not saying you're Pollyanna at all. Your analysis is correct. It wouldn't make sense, and it looks like the judges are being good. But we're not dealing with good people, right? All you need is one state where you've got the legislature and the governor are so freaking MAGA – that they're willing right. to just steal the election and send their electors. All you need is the Republican justices of the Supreme Court to get together and say, you know, we're taking this. We're taking this. And they do it. And, and I realize even in my gut, I feel like that's probably not going to happen. But then I tell myself, look who we're dealing with. right? DOJ, that Bill Barr, that Bill Barr wouldn't just shut the election down if he could because Trump yeah. ordered him to. Of course he would. Because I, I guess I'm saying I don't think you – know, even with the justices, you look who are on the court right now. Yeah, I I do not believe, and I'm just talking about the Supreme Court, that there's enough of a pretense that they would be willing to cross that line. Certainly not not Roberts. I'll say that right away. Right. Would they have a five to four majority with Coney Barrett of those willing to cross that line? I don't think even Gorsuch would be willing to do it. I don't think. I mean, again, it's a it's not even. There's no pretense to it it is a coup straight out right it's not like oh well there's 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 you know there's oh, no, i'm with you no, no, stuff, i'm with you like yeah. in florida where they yeah. can get away with it there is a pretense because there's conflicting you stuff don't think going they'd do on. A coup if they could yes if they could get away with it with a pretense like they did in florida but there is none because no rules that were that were existed before have been ignored and i do not i, I could be wrong no. again i'm not yeah. saying I, I i know all but i don't there you know if They're the court not, uh, were sorry if the on. court Literally, we're made up of the Supreme Court right now. David Bossy, Rick Grinnell, Matt Schlapp, you know, I mean, pick nine random fucking lunatic Republicans. And yeah, but but even as bad as some of the Republicans are on that court, and they are, I do not believe they would do it without having a fig leaf to hide behind. And they don't have that. Okay, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. It's just, of course, we all do. I feel like, (laughs) yeah, I just I just feel like the lesson I've taken from the Trump era has been. They they will do anything. And I just I guess there's just a part of my lizard brain that's sitting in the back and is reserved. Five percent of my hard drive has been reserved for the what if scenarios that I know would never happen, that that I've learned my lesson in the past five years that to say, okay, you know, this will never happen, which means it might. That's all I'm saying. Your your analysis is correct. 
And I think you should. And I think that I'm glad you've got that 5% because because we need to bring these things up. But I mean, what's amazing is, 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 Hmm. you know, also, and this, you know, it's, it, it's a shame that this is what we're talking about here because mm. this shouldn't be. But yeah, if, democracy. If, if these folks think <laughs> that Fox News and the New York Post isn't going to be behind them, aren't going to be behind them, I think they're much less likely to do it. Fox has a patina of credibility. Patina, I should have said, of credibility. You know what You know what does not have a patina of credibility? Breitbart and the Federalist. And, you know, so, I mean, that's the thing is that I'm looking at – the sort of the the kinds of institutions on the right that could pave the way for this kind of thing, and they <clears> have not gone in that direction. That's what right. I'm saying. Right? Could it still happen? Um, Absolutely. It's let me throw another party. scenario at you. One other thing that worries me is even if you are right, and I hope and think you probably are, um, I'm still worrying about violence breaking out because. Trump's going to be saying what Trump is saying, right? He's convinced his people. His people were already getting a little crazy the other night at Maricopa County in Michigan. Uh-huh. They were going nuts. They're praying outside some other voting count center. They were showing videos of these people on their knees doing the evangelical thing. You know, they, they're they putting their hands to the wall, trying to change the votes with their prayers. It was really a little weird. Um, I worry about this just getting out of control because let's face it, with these kind of movements – it's not like there's a real leader. It's not like there's anybody who could say, well, okay, you know, we don't have a patina of credibility here to shut it down. So we aren't. The crazies are still going to go crazy. So I, just, I, w- I wish I could make you feel as good know? about that one as I did yeah. about the one before, but I might actually make you feel worse. I yeah. mean, as somebody who, who spent a lot of their career following hmm. because of my work on guns, militia movements and things like that, I'm sure they're going to do something. Yeah, I just don't know what yeah. it's going to be. What if here's my? I, I, I am hoping it's not. Just let me finish this one thought. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping yep. it's not Oklahoma City type thing that they pull off. Oh God, I'm I scared. Think you are thinking bigger than I was, Jesus. Dude, I mean, it's already happened. There are people who are driving to. There was like there's there was somebody driving with with guns in their car who got stopped to the Philadelphia to yeah. the whatever it is convention center wherever they're counting the stuff who was going to try to shoot yeah. people. It's already happened where yeah. people have shown up. You know. I mean, I'm just yeah. being realistic about using statistics yeah. or whatever. You know, it's known as stochastic terrorism where you can predict statistically when people say things. I don't yeah. know what's going to happen and I don't know where it's going to yeah. happen. And as I said, I hope it's not in Oklahoma City. But I think to think that something bad isn't going to happen is actually yeah. to be naive. Like you a know, bunch of ter- – I think a bunch, yeah. over the next two months, Trump, is, as he knows he's a loser, is going to spend oh, yeah. a lot of time going on Twitter and maybe they'll cut him off on Fox and Friends. But he can still go on Mark Levin, that fucking nut, or, or Hannity's radio shows in places. Right. And he's going to be encouraging the worst aspects of humanity. And to think that some of these folks will not take it into yep. their own hand and go and hurt people is to be naive, I think. Well, and sadly. Here's, and here's one scenario that happens. I wasn't even thinking bombings, but again, they could. Um Let's just say that you get enough of them outside and they storm it, right? They could have stormed Maricopa last night. What were those three cops going to do, right? They're not going to, first of all, the cops probably wouldn't have shot anybody. Even if they did, it was three cops against 200 people who also had guns, right? All you have to do is storm that voting center. They would go in, they'd throw the ballots around, they'd grab ballots. Now the ballots are tainted. You're right. What if they actually destroy, what if they take the ballots? What if they set no, the plate it, it, on fire? It's funny you bring it up. That's what I was worried about. Yep. And if, but frankly, again, what if, 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 wait, wait, wait. In the Machiavellian way, that's what they should have done if they wanted to. Screw right. It I mean, Cliff, you burn those ballots or steal them, and now we don't know how many ballots were taken. Nor Throw them all over the place. Were... You don't even need to burn them. Throw them all over the place so people don't know what's been counted and what hasn't been counted. Yeah. Just be and done. which ones you might have had in your pocket and thrown in the air. I mean, it now calls the election totally into 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 chaos. I mean, it's it's let alone just the 
fact of violence being just a horrific change of pace. And by the way, when you start getting violence and crap like that, then you start getting courts wanting to just shut things down. Bush v. Gore, right? It wasn't violence, but it was. It felt like it was going on too long and it was uh, devolving into chaos. And the Brooks Brothers riots, the Republican staffers pretending they were local Floridians storming the uh, the vote count room. The courts saw it and thought, Jesus. And even the politicians, this is getting out of control. We've got to stop this. Courts do respond to social movements. They do respond to of course society do. at large. And I still worry, even though they don't- You may remember, John, Anthony Kennedy wrote that in his opinion. Uh, when legalizing marriage equality is that part of what he wrote in there was looking at the movements and how society had changed and how other countries had changed. That was what pissed Scalia off so much is that he took into account the movements and and how things had changed out there. Go ahead. Sorry. I I know just that, but, but I worry about, about here's your patina. Well, there's violence. There's everything. Now this just needs to stop. Trump is ahead. I don't know how you get Trump ahead, but you know, it's over. It's, Anyway, we'll see. I think it, it's my job to be worried. I'm well, yeah. And again, like I'm good. not saying I think we're I don't good. have concern about some of the same things as you. I do. I, I think there are some things that it seems to me from the from whatever I'm looking at, you know, using whatever experience and cognitive ability I have, which is questionable, of course. Um, that you know what I think is going to happen. Everything about the way Republicans uh, who I would never dare call them responsible, but I would call them Republicans who, you know, don't want all out civil war, the, you know, are behaving is telling me that, that they're creating no space for a, a Supreme Court or others to be able to do some of the right. things we're worried about, or as little as possible. Right. Right. On okay. the other hand, as you pointed out, extremists don't need the endorsement of Fox News, or right wing right. judges, or, you know, right, or, or, you know, Roy Blunt, they just need to hear the the craziest voices on radio and and places like that. They just need to hear the Alex Joneses and the and the whatever. And Trump is going to be echoing whatever. And so yes, I mean, look, it's it's happened. We know it's happened already. Trump said stuff. Somebody walks into a Walmart in El Paso and murders people. Trump says stuff. Somebody walks into a temple in Pittsburgh and murders people. This is not something we don't understand has already happened right. on numerous right. occasions. They were quoting Trump when they did it. Caesar Syak, the guy that sent out all the bombs to people, letter bombs, who's trying to do it. He was quoting Trump. I mean, again, the, the point here is, is that to think that some of this stuff won't happen is to be right. naive. My hope is most to all of it is stopped. That's my yeah. hope. Yeah. But yeah. it's going to be tried. Yeah. Um, and that's a shame. Oh. And that's terrible. But I don't, I, I, here's one other thing I wanted to bring up. And, you know, I've, I've, I think we've covered a lot of stuff, but no, I think we have. I don't, I'm looking at my list. I think I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm being Machiavellian Cliff Schechter uh-huh. right now. And I want to yep. throw this out to you, John. <laughs> um, so you've, you've got a situation, right? Where, where we've got Alaska out there. I would say at best, we may have a one in three, not nah, even too optimistic. Let's call it a one in four, one in five shot of that Senate seat. And that obviously changes things somewhat. Even without Alaska, the chance that we win both of those seats in Georgia. Um, but let's yeah. say we get only one of those three seats and we're at 49. Right. Okay. Um, remember what Obama did when he, when he, uh, and he, he, he almost accepted it when he offered Judd Gregg, Republican senator from New Hampshire, secretary, I believe, of commerce, and he accepted it first and then turned it down because all the Republicans yelled at him and he's a wimp. Um, I was wondering about that. Yeah. Somebody mentioned See where I'm headed with this? There are two states right now, I give you, with Democratic governors who would get to appoint a replacement senator 
and Republican senators up for re-election in 2022 who say they are no longer running for re-election. Right. One of them is Pat Toomey, who we've already talked about. And the other one is Richard Burr in North Carolina, who's been in an all-out war with the Trump people. You may remember they're the ones who tried to oh, go after right. him and were smearing him on the insider trading stuff Yeah, yeah. Uh, and whatever. I, I just throw this out to people. Secretary of Commerce, do they really do a lot? I mean, wouldn't it yeah. be worth it to have a Secretary of Commerce, Pat Toomey, perhaps, uh, in a bipartisan? I mean, he might not accept it. It might not happen. But wouldn't it be worth it if that means that right now we get to appoint a Democrat these two years and we end up with 50 votes and have a majority? What happens in Maine if Susan Collins gets a – I thought about that too, and, and that also would be – that was a third option. But the only reason why I, that option yeah. I was thinking less likely is she just won re-election. She yeah. seems to still want to actually be a senator. Um, but – who knows? Maybe if you approach her, I would approach I would approach yeah. her too. I also like having her there the most of any other Republican because she's the one Republican you can maybe get to sign on to do bipartisan yeah. things here and there. Right. So much as well, I can't it, stand she it. may she may legitimately be willing to pass something. Well, no, because we still got the filibuster because the Republicans are in charge. Right. Ah, but we don't for judges. And right. if you get her as the fiftieth vote on on judicial oh, they can nomination, it back. can't they bring it back? They can bring it back. Uh, so they could they could change the they're the majority, majority. Yeah. fuckers. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, they probably well, okay. McConnell, please. Yeah. No, I know he would. I'd forgotten yeah. he could. Yeah. Um, okay, so maybe that changes that. So maybe she's well, of less use than well, I thought. But the only problem is she would have to join them in voting for bringing it back. You see, so it gets it gets complicated whether point. she Murkowski would have any backbone. I mean, she's pissed. She obviously hates the left right now, but. If there was any true but sense, Trump's attacked her? her, and she doesn't, you know, well, he'll yeah. be gone. But the question is, you know, what their, what their, uh, what her relationship is. With Biden. I don't know. There's a lot of moving parts, let's just say. But, Could but be her I, relationship I still, with Biden too. I still will say um, that to me is even more important than ever that you get yeah. the 50th vote. So if you get, yeah. if you, if you get one of those three, particularly Toomey and Burr, who are no longer interested in serving in the Senate and may want a capstone to, to their career yeah. of being a, 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 a you know, a cabinet secretary, secretary, you know what folks? I mean, I know you may not like either of those two people. I certainly don't, but if for, a, for to get 50 votes, change the Senate and be able to do all the things that we want to do, I'd make that move in a second. Yep. Well, and that I don't know if is I don't all think I have left. anything else or not. Nope. Nothing I left. So I do either. All right, guys. I think the only thing I'll say is folks, be careful. You know, the reason why John, we began this thing the way we began and and I brought up something about I had to run and do something is is my son. Oh, yeah. Was potentially exposed to COVID. Um, there was somebody in this class and uh, who's been around at school. They called all the parents of the people that had been anywhere in contact, and that includes my son. And now he was masked, thankfully. As, oh, they know, masked in all. school? That's good at least. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. In the school. So, it, it you know. What I would say to people is the chances are probably minimal because masked, they distance, they use hand sanitizer like it's like it's going out of style. Right. They have plexiglass, all those sort of stuff. But when it's your kid, I promise you, if you think there's a 2% chance of something, you're scared shitless. So yeah. just be careful, be smart, avoid. I, I would tell anybody, I mean, you know, I'm in Ohio right now. We're spiking like crazy here. I think a lot of the rest of the country is too. You know, uh, I mean, my it's, decisions made for me the next two weeks. I'm going yeah. almost nowhere. But I would tell you that if over the next two months you can quarantine as much as humanly possible and avoid almost every public place, you know, you have to go to the supermarket here and there. You have to, like, obviously, and then you mask up and do whatever. But like, yeah. whatever, if you want to call this a second wave or say it's still part of the first one, whatever it is, it's getting bad out there. So be yep. careful. Yep. 
All right, guys. Um, I think we're good, Cliff. Let's we are. Uh, again. I mean, who knows? Something crazy happens. Maybe we'll even do the weekend if I can drag you into it. If 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 something nuts happens, but otherwise, I'm guessing we're probably back Monday because we're still going to be in busy podcast mode if we got the time. Correct. Thank you as always for listening, guys, and for all okay. the nice Thanks, things. Guys. Just okay. Bye bye. Bye. And now a final word from our sponsor, Cliff. Bring it on. Well, John, the season of giving thanks is upon us, as you know. The special day of turkey, family, and football, most importantly football, will be here before you know it. Before gathering with your family and to share those wonderful Thanksgiving traditions. (laughs) Before gathering with your family, don't. Or gathering family. Actually, don't go near anyone, anywhere, anytime. Lock yeah. your, put yourself in a, in a hazmat suit. Over, a, over, guys. I got news for you, but go on. Put yeah. yourself in a hazmat suit on top of a body condom and lock yourself in a, in a panic room. Okay. But if you're not going to do that, it's important yes. to allow some extra time for you, the time you need to take care of yourself and look your best. With Plexiderm, even in the hazmat suit and the body condom, all yes. you need is 10 minutes and you can look 10 years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes, guys. It visibly reduces wrinkles, fine lines, and even under-eye bags in minutes. Plexiderm even works on laugh lines, number 11s, and crow's feet. It can take up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. The results will last for hours, so you can relax, surrounded by your loved ones who you've separated by separated by plexiglass from. <laughs> Knowing you're even through the plexiglass, you're always looking your best. Because of plexiderm. <laughs> plexiderm for plexiglass. Even better, plexiderm doesn't involve any visits to a surgeon, which you also wouldn't want to do right now. Uh, and you can get it at a much better deal than anything you can get waiting in line on Black Friday. You definitely don't want to do that right now people um try six pack application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit buyplex.com backslash sexy liberal or call 800-685-1292 and say the code sexy liberal the order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee make those wrinkles lines and under eye bags disappear with plexiderm visit buiplx.com backslash sexy liberal or call 800-685-1292 and say the code sexy liberal at checkout, guys. Bam! That's a wrap. That's a wrap.